Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Do you feel like you keep dating people who won't commit and you've struggled in your dating life? You've gone through all these breakups, or maybe you've even struggled to consistently date and stay in the dating game. And you are actually the one who struggles to commit and let your walls down. I know how exhausting this can be when you have this desire on your heart that you really want that partner, that best friend, that person to build a life with, and yet your dating life is just going nowhere and you can't seem to find a person to build a healthy relationship with. I just know how frustrating that is. And I was able to take everything I know from clinical psychology and attachment theory research and NLP belief work and build a program that can help you no matter what your past has been, even if you've never had a healthy relationship before in your life, this program will help you become the securely attached, healthy, high self-worth version of you who effortlessly attracts that partner that you've always wanted. So spots are really limited. We can only take a small amount of people every month. And I want to invite you to not wait on your healing. Love is for those who are willing to be brave and do the work And you are so deserving of removing the barriers to everything you desire. So I just want to invite you, apply to the Empowered, Secure, Loved program. You get coaching with me and you will be able to embody that version of you that you deserve. And spots, once again, are super limited. So make sure you apply. You can find the link in my Instagram bio. My Instagram handles Dr. Morgan Coaching, and the link will also be in the show notes. I'm so excited for you to embody that healthy, securely attached version of you. You are so worthy of it. Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast. It's your host, Dr. Morgan. I'm so excited for today's episode. We've got a good one coming your way. I'm talking to you about avoidant attachment style, and we're going to get into four signs that you are avoidantly attached. Before I get into that, I hope that you had a great Valentine's Day, whether you are dating yourself, you've got a new person, a new flame. I'm like trying to think of a fun name, Um, a new boo, or you are in a long-term healthy relationship 
or even if you're really struggle, struggling in your relationships, no matter where you're at in your relationship life, I hope that you took some time to show up for that relationship with yourself. That is the longest relationship you'll ever have, your most important relationship. So I hope you're making it a priority to love on yourself and show up for you. And of course, you're doing that by tuning in to the podcast. And I cannot wait to get into this episode. Once again, we're talking about avoidance attachment. So let's get into it. These are the four signs that you're avoidantly attached. And of course, there are more, but I just wanted to get into these four in particular. So number one is you struggle with boundary setting. So here's the thing. Anxious attachment also struggles with boundary setting. However, the approach is to people please instead of set boundaries. With avoidant attachment, the approach is to just disengage. So to completely pull away. Um, And one of the things that's always fascinating to me is with avoidant attachment, intimacy can feel so daunting and so scary to navigate because of that fear of having to set boundaries. So if you want to see an avoidantly attached person sweat, tell them that they need to set a boundary with someone. <laughs> like they are not into it. Not not okay. So one of the ways to work on this cuz yes, I want to talk about how to work on it is to start getting comfortable just setting small boundaries. So even if it's tiny um and of course learning how to communicate them in a way where you're expressing your needs and you're making space to hear the other person and just getting comfortable with navigating that boundary setting conversation that nine times out of 10 goes a million times better than you think it's going to go in your head. Um, But that's the growth area with avoidant attachment is getting really comfortable with boundary setting. And then when you have that, you feel so much more able to navigate intimacy because you know that you can set boundaries if you need to. Okay. So tip or sorry, not tip, sign, and then I'm going to give you a tip, but sign number two that you have avoidant attachment is that you may consciously or unconsciously believe that you are not a good partner. So once again, this could be a conscious belief or an unconscious belief, but you think that you're bad at relationships. This is that person who says, Oh, relationships are just too hard. I'm terrible at relationships. Um, I just don't need that drama. I'm sure some of you are thinking of, oh, that's me. Or you can think of someone that you know, maybe someone said this to you. They're like, yeah, relationships are just too much work, right? <laughs> it's like, if you think that you're bad at something, Of course, you don't want to engage in it. Of course, you don't want to try to be in relationships if you think that you're bad at it. It it reminds me of this time I tried to do a hip hop dancing class 
because I love hip hop. That's one thing. I don't know how many people know this about me. Uh, my family knows it. I love rap music, hip hop music. Like I, I love it. Right. So I was like, oh, I'm going to go to this fun hip hop class. I'm going to learn how to dance. And I kid you not, I was in the class having like a full on panic attack. And I had like tears in my eyes because I am just, I'm not coordinated guys. Like I just, I am not. This is why I could never play soccer. Like my feet just don't do what I want them to do. Okay. Um, but I remember I was like trying to leave the hip hop class and the instructor came and like gave me a hug and made me stay. Um, guess how many times I've done a hip hop class since then? Never ever in my life. So when you don't feel like you're good at something, you don't want to show up in it. You would rather just not engage with it. And that's, that's part of avoidant attachment is there's this belief that I'm just not good at relationships. I don't know how to do them. Right. So like, why would I show up in one? And then my lovely anxiously attached folks go, Ooh, I see a challenge. I see a project. I'm going to try to get you to believe that you're great at relationships and all people please and do anything to make you feel like you're a great partner. Right. And we all know how that works out. Like usually it does not work out well. Um, and then if it does work out, it's because both people took ownership of their healing and the avoidantly attached person realized that they had to learn how to feel good in relationships and that they were the only one that could decide that for themselves, right? You can't make someone else good at being close or being intimate. They have to take ownership and learn how to navigate relationships themselves. Okay. Sign number three. Are you with me? We're doing four signs of avoidant attachment style. Sign number three is that you believe relationships get in the way of you reaching your goals. This one's so funny because how many women, I mean, obviously men too, know because this this goes both ways. Um, but I'm just thinking of all of the people that I had dated in the past that use their career as the reason why we couldn't be in a relationship. Like, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you might've experienced that where someone was great and you had a great connection. And then they say something like, oh, my work is just so busy right now. Or I'm in this new job and it's this new position and I'm having to put in extra hours at the office and I don't have space to be with you. And here's the thing, that person probably has beliefs that a relationship and their career cannot coexist, that they have to choose between the career or a relationship. And here's the, here's the truth that when a relationship is secure, when you can build a great relationship, relationships add value to your work life. They actually make you better in your career. They make you better at what you do. 
And when we use that cop out, I'll say, excuse, aka unhelpful belief that was learned as a as a survival strategy and as a defense mechanism that allows you to um, not have to go through the vulnerability of getting close to someone. Okay. So I'm not trying to just write it off. Like it is a learned strategy and it's a lot of times not conscious, but when you use that, you are actually, um, just saying building a relationship feels too challenging. I don't want to be vulnerable. Instead, I'm going to focus on the area in my life that I have a lot of control and that I know if I work harder, I get better results. And that actually feels a lot easier for me and a lot better. So that's what I want to do with all of my time and energy instead of this really scary, vulnerable thing of build a relationship with you. Right. So I know there's like some people listening to this. They're like, I'm sending this episode to this dude that just broke up with me and used his work as an excuse. <laughs> like, I'm going to timestamp this and send it over. Go for it. Um, this this definitely is common. And to be totally transparent, I certainly believe this at times myself. And I think there's so many women that now believe that, ooh, I'm going to prioritize my career, right? That's why our lovely Facebook community is called Successful Women, Great Relationships, because I'm working on killing that myth that you have to choose. You get to have both. You get to be an incredibly successful woman and have an incredibly beautiful, connected, wonderful relationship. You get to have it all. You don't have to choose. And the same goes for men, right? You get to have it all. So definitely a common avoidantly attached belief that you have to choose. That one went on a tangent. I hope you enjoyed that. All right. Number four sign that you're avoidantly attached is that distancing strategies happen for you and you don't even realize they're happening. So what do I mean by this? I mean that you're distancing yourself from people and it's compulsive. So it's happening without you even realizing it. And this can look like turning down dates. This can look like looking away. Um, if there's like a prospect making eye contact with you in the grocery store, and maybe they'd really like to ask you out and your unconscious brain is just looking away and avoiding, right? Um, this can look like not responding to text messages for four days and being able to say, oh, I just didn't get to it. Well, actually, you might have been having an unconscious distancing strategy. So these can be very sneaky. Your distancing strategies can be really sneaky. Um, other ways would include never sharing anything about yourself or never asking about another person and not ever willing to get vulnerable. Like if you're ever about to have a vulnerable conversation, maybe you're unconsciously steering the conversation into a lighthearted way of like, oh, did you see this show on Netflix, right? These can look a lot of ways. 
So it's just something to think about. See where you notice these unconscious distancing strategies. See if you currently engage in any of them and just be curious about it. So those were the four signs we talked about struggling with boundary setting and what that means. We also went into consciously or unconsciously believing that you're not a good partner or that you're just not good at relationships. And then we also talked about believing that relationships get in the way of your career. One of my favorites. And then we talked about unconscious distancing strategies. And my um, encouragement to you is to see if you notice if any of those show up in your life. I hope you really got a lot of value out of this episode. And this is obviously something that you can use in your life, whether you are experiencing avoidant attachment or you know someone who is, or you're dating someone who is. I think it's really helpful to just better understand what it looks like in practice. And of course, I want to invite you if you're like, okay, this is me. I need to work on this. And my avoidantly attached folks are the ones who are always on the fence the longest. They're like, I know I need to work on it, but I don't want to. They're always avoidantly attached about doing the work. So anyways, if this spoke to you and you know that you want to become securely attached, of course, I'm here. I'm ready to serve you. And the Empowered Secure Love Program has some spots left here in February. And I would just encourage you to apply to the program. It is um, no commitment. And you go through the application process. And the worst case is that you learn about yourself and you get a relationship assessment. Um, And the best case is you join the program and change your life. So go through that application process. The link is in the show notes and in my Instagram bio. I would be honored to be your coach on your healing journey. And of course, as always, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk with you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce, And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.